Welcome to the Learning Exchange, where L&D and HR professionals can dig deep into the ever-changing landscape of online learning and talent development. Each episode, we'll explore innovations in learning and discuss best practices with special guests from inside and outside the learning world. L&D is evolving, and the Learning Exchange is here to help you keep pace. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Learning Exchange. For this episode, I thought I would spotlight a few tools that I have encountered over the last couple of years, tools which I have found can really help increase employee engagement and also satisfy that desire that our employees have for not just knowledge, but authentic content. Now, it should be mentioned that I am not endorsing any of the products that I'm going to be mentioning here on the episode today. I am providing a couple of names of products as a way to help you in your search. Um, Should you like any of the ideas that I share and want to go forward and explore tools, um, the the, uh, providers that I'm mentioning are really the providers that I am utilizing, but there are many others that are out there that do very similar things. The, The three tools that I want to spotlight today are a tool that focuses on video-based email communication, um, a tool that focuses on employee advocacy and we'll call it a communication digest for your people, and uh, collaboration tools. Now, when I think about video email communication, the first thing that comes to mind is, wow, such a simple concept that we just don't often think about executing you know, we, I think a lot of times when we think about video, our brains go to this very heavily produced and scripted experience. Maybe we've got the CEO sending a welcome message to employees as part of their new hire journey. Maybe we have other kind of broadcast messages or voicemails. Maybe it's just an email. Maybe your organization doesn't get the voicemail and they don't do the video. Maybe it's just an email that goes out. Um, occasionally, when learning, has a need for using some sort of video-based element to really get a message, a consistent and authentic message out to everyone, Um, our first option is usually to go and build it right into an e-learning. And that's a very great way to do it. Uh, It's very tried and true and will stand the test of time. But sometimes there might be a, a great value in changing it up a little bit. And, uh, there, there are tools like Loom which give you a really fun way to capture and share feedback that conveys a very human element. A lot of the tools that are out there in this space do offer free versions. Uh, The free versions are kind of limited to uh, the length of message or the number of messages you can send over a period of time. But there are some options that could allow you to really try this concept out and see how it fits with your organization. Um, It's a great way to get a quick effective to the point message out from the source, no telephone game required uh, because it's not just in writing or it's not through a, a chat message or maybe it's not through a voicemail. It, it You have the ability to go off script. Now, I am a big proponent of going off script. I think you know, my own personal speaking style is one in which I don't usually adhere to a script. Typically, I have a 
few bullets here or there just to be my guidepost. And then I just start to speak from the heart on the topic that I'm talking about. Um, oftentimes this comes across as very, very genuine and authentic. And it is, it's received with a different energy than if I started in a very structured and um, formal method where it was clear that I was staged and scripted and rehearsed. Now, in some ways you could leverage this type of a tool for general communication. Maybe it's a welcome message from the CEO. Maybe it is uh, birthdays and anniversary celebrations. Maybe it's some other like celebratory moment or milestone for an employee where you could disseminate this kind of message. But when I go into a place of learning and think about learning content, how cool would it be to use this as a, a marketing component? Uh, marketing any upcoming learning, maybe driving some excitement, building some excitement and, and awareness around a new or upcoming learning initiative. Maybe it's to celebrate something that's been happening. Your people are doing a great job at connecting to learning and giving you feedback and you want to give some shout outs. Uh, what a fun way to do it where you can just slide it right into the email, really frictionless. So it's not a link that then takes them somewhere else. A lot of these tools in this space are um, are really, really good at just embedding it right in the email. So the user experience, I open the email, I see a thumbnail with a play button on it, and uh, it can be recorded and sent out in a matter of seconds. The next tool or tool category that I want to talk about is employee advocacy. And for this one, you may need to partner with your marketing team if it makes sense. Um, maybe you can stand up a solution on your own without marketing's involvement. But um, for us at Scoops, we are leveraging a tool that is attached to the marketing ecosystem. Uh, we're using a tool called Bamboo from Sprout Social. But like I said, there are quite a few tools out there that do very similar things. In this one, there's, again, kind of multi-purpose usage. Do you ever find that your company is trying to drive traffic to social media? Maybe you're trying to drive more awareness, you're trying to get your message out there, um, kind of peeling back the layers a little bit and allowing for your employees to really reflect the culture of your company out into social media. Maybe there are um, certain topics that you're really passionate about that really align with your company's values and you'd love to be able to just provide a pool of those things for your employees to use. That is the employee advocacy part of the, the solutions. And so if you, if you search for employee advocacy tools, you'll start to see some things come up. But I think when we move from curating information that can be shared and that stays within kind of approved guidelines of company message, and we move into um, other ways that this kind of tool can be utilized, you can start to curate a ton of information and categorize it and make it really easy for people to opt in to certain categories or subject areas that they find particularly interesting. Within the construct of an employee advocacy tool, there's often a concept of external and internal content. So if there's something that you really want them to be able to share, you can make it external so that there's a really easy way to share it to their social media platforms of choice. But if you're really just trying to drive content to your employees. Um, think about uh, news articles or publications, blogs, uh, 
infographics, other little blurbs here and there that aren't really formal learning. Uh, maybe you don't have an LXP. Maybe you don't even want this kind of information to go into your learning ecosystem, but you'd love to still have a way to kind of just guide people towards some general quick bits of information. Um, with the idea of an employee advocacy tool, you can do just that. You can use it to uh, disseminate your company newsletters. You could use it to communicate articles and other bits of information that might help your employees better understand and connect to your company's values and beliefs. So think about it as an opt-in kind of news stream where you as learning and development team could actually be there curating the information and then your employees effectively get to raise their hand and say, yep, I love this topic. Give me more stuff over here. Give me more stuff over there. Uh, so it's a great way to uh, allow for your employees to tell you the types of things that are really important to them and then give you an avenue to make it available, uh, not in a way that you mandate that everybody participate, but in a way that they can opt in. Um, and that brings me to my third and final tool set to highlight on today's episode. And in this bucket, we're going to talk about collaboration tools. Now, I am pretty sure that every one of us out there is using something from this category, whether it's Slack or Teams or Yammer. Um, there's a million products out there that kind of fit into this collaboration tool space. And I think oftentimes we really underutilize these tools. I think we we think about collaborating in terms of project work. I think we think about it in terms of instant messaging. So keeping our people connected to one another, um, having teams that are connected in a channel or a group so that they can all interact online, especially as we have seen uh, so much movement into virtual work and remote work with teams. Now, all the things that you just heard me talk about are the things that most people think about when they think of the tools in this particular category. And if you listened to the words that I use to describe those concepts, it's all about one way kind of push of information. It's communicate and collaborate. But what happens if we put on our learning hat for a minute? What happens if we really think about how we could leverage the power of something like a Slack or a Teams in our learning activities? For us, we found that we, we quickly stood up a Slack channel just for our learning and development team to use as a, as a touch point with all employees. Um, we have managed to find a lot of different ways to use this channel with our audience. And they keep showing us more ways. Uh, it's a great place to drop a pulse survey. Um, there's lots of little add-ons and apps that you can add to an environment like Slack. So you can add polls and surveys and make it really easy for people to participate if they choose to. Um, also, we have found great success in utilizing Slack as a mechanism for marketing kind of the upcoming activities within learning to help all employees who want to know about it. Um, and I think that's important uh, caveat to put there is that there should not be a mandate. Anytime that you set out to drive engagement and activity, but it becomes a forced thing, it becomes a mandate for your employees, 
there's a natural resistance that's going to happen. You tell me I have to, and I'm going to tell you I don't want to just because you told me I have to. And I think, you know, what we saw happen internally at, at Skooks is we opened up a channel and communicated to all employees, hey, there's this place over here. And we have our, our learning environment where we go, we have our Skooks platform that we go into for structured learning, for some collaboration, for some informal and social learning. But we also have this channel that we've stood up. And this channel is your direct connection to the learning team. We're going to bring surveys here when we want to get your feedback about things. We are going to share with you when we have late breaking news. Maybe there's some new training initiative that we've got going or some new learning program that we're working on and we want to start to build that excitement. Um, it's a multi-touch marketing effort to help build that excitement. And the collaboration tool, Slack channel is one of those ways that we could do that. Over and beyond that, because we took the approach of not making it mandatory that you participate, we just said, hey, here's the channel, join it if you want, here's what's going to happen, um, here's what we're putting there. Now, we will make sure the information does go everywhere, so if we are marketing some big company-wide initiative, we do want to make sure that everybody gets access to it. But what we saw is within a matter of like two days, over 50% of the company opted into this channel. After about a week and a half, we were at about 95% adoption in this channel. And it didn't stop there. We kept it lit up with just little nuggets here and there. Um, guess what we're working on? There's more stuff coming. Here's the survey. Tell us what you think about that. And then something beautiful started to happen. People started sharing other things with each other, learning content. Um, hey, I was over here and I read this article and it sparked a really, really great thought process that made me reevaluate something I was doing. And I thought if it did that for me, it might be really valuable for somebody else. So I'm going to share it over here. Um, so there's a lot of power that you can harness with a tool like this. But again, we have to think about it in terms of how it can service what we need to service from a learning and development perspective. And I think Oftentimes, because these, these tools that I've mentioned aren't really labeled for learning, they're not marketed for learning, uh, oftentimes they can go underutilized, and I think there's just a lot of missed opportunity. So hopefully, uh, one or more of the tools or tool categories that I shared today will be of interest and of value to your organization. In closing, that the one sentiment I do want to make sure that I emphasize is where possible, look for alternatives to mandating the experiences with regard to learning. Anytime that you can create an excitement, anytime someone shows up because they want to, you can guarantee they're going to learn a lot more.